Money FM 89.3, Best of Weekends. I'm joined by Dr. Manfred Eggersdorfer, Professor of Healthy Aging at the University Medical Center in Groningen in the Netherlands. Welcome to Weekend Mornings, Dr. Eggersdorfer. Hello, also from my side. Happy to be connected with you. It's great to have you with us today. Let's, let's talk about good health because, of course, there is a lot of talk about good health during COVID-19, but we should always be thinking about our health, shouldn't we? And, and when we think about trends in diets, um, there are a lot of fad diets that come and go, as we all know. But in your, in your way of thinking, what, what constitutes a good diet for someone who is in our modern stressful world? Okay, so as you said, we live in a different uh, uh, time or our life has changed so tremendously. We work in our offices, we are connected 24 hours, seven days a week via mobile phones and we have different stress levels and we can also get older. Our metabolism is changing with age. So our nutrition needs change a lot. We need less calorie. And when we look on a daily consumption of, let me say, 2,000, 2,400 calories, this is the value on which the intake of essential nutrients has been calculated. Now, we need less calories now. And we have to look what kind of foods we should eat. And this is the recommendation which can help you to get all the required micronutrients. Yeah, of course, you know, we've all been taught that and told that forever since we were young, you know, eat your fruit and vegetables, eat your proper balanced diet. Uh, but for some reason, it seems harder, <laughs> harder these days to do that when there are so many easily uh, accessible prepackaged foods and snacks and things that we just grab on the go. Uh, is there any way that, is there any easy way to keep that in the forefront of our minds to eat the right thing rather than eating the thing that's easy or expedient to eat. <laughs> right. Uh, so this requires also a part of discipline. It requires a, a part of learning, self-discipline and following the guidelines. You say rightly, we have so many choices and with the many choices, we have to take the right choices. And we learn, we have all the opportunities in hand. So let's follow the guidelines. Let's also use, uh, let me say, information which is available on the internet and follow these best recommendations. It is discipline which is required. Now we're speaking with Dr. Manfred Eggersdorfer, the professor of healthy aging at the University Medical Center in Groningen in the Netherlands. And Dr. Eggersdorfer, do you see a generational change, for example, in the, in the baby boomer generation and what they ate uh, now as they're entering their 60s or maybe even in their 70s um, versus the younger generation, uh, the Gen X, the Gen Y, the Gen Z, uh, uh, younger people? Are they, are they eating differently? Are they thinking about food differently? Are they getting better at the way they eat? I think so, definitely. I see from many intake surveys that people in this age are thinking, what is good for them? Why do they do this? Because they learn that at this age, 50s, 60s, and so on, already the diseases start like, car, uh, like diabetes, uh, osteoporosis, heart disease, and, and so on. And so people are thinking, what can they do to have a healthier life? 
And then they start to think about the diet because diet is so essential. And WHO, the World Health Organization, is saying that with a healthy lifestyle, we can reduce the risk for heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and so on, even up to 70%. And people think about this, people learn about this, and try to follow these recommendations. Well, of course. I mean, everybody wants to live a healthier life and, and protect their vital organs. And, and one of the things that we have found, I would say maybe especially in these past, you know, since January or so when COVID-19 came around is, is an a, um, increased amount of stress that many of us have. And uh, I know for myself, I'm, I'm not sleeping as well. Uh, and and this, my stress levels have risen. I'm sure my, uh, you know, my, my markers are probably not good right now. Um, as you see people in particularly stressful times, what, what is important for those diets uh, to help to sort of create some more balance in, in their own uh, uh, physical being? You're right. In a time like now, where we have a lot of uh, stress, of external stress, so, uh, so we have to think how to fill the gap of the nutrition, of the essential nutrients. And I do the following: that I take a supplement. What does this mean? When we look, how can we manage the stress, the external stress? We know that we need a strong immune system. We know that a number of micronutrients are really helping to for a well-functioning immune system. So we talk about vitamin A, about the B vitamins, especially vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, folate, and some of the minerals. And I think uh, if you have an optimal intake of these nutrients, this will help you that you relax down, that you sleep better and manage the stress we have in a good way. And of course, uh, you know, it's easy enough to Google any of those, uh, you know, diets or supplements and find out what the appropriate amounts are to take every day. Because I think that's where sometimes people fall short. Maybe they take uh, the wrong dosage or uh, even too much of, of one dosage. Uh, and what is the best way for people really to make sure that they're getting the right supplement that they need for themselves, or should they take something that's broad spectrum that might kind of cover a lot of different things? This is an essential uh, question you raise. Yes, indeed, if you take a multivitamin and mineral complex, then you have uh, the full uh, spectrum of essential nutrients and this is in the required uh, dose so you can be sure that you have all the micronutrients vitamins and minerals in the uh, dose which is required I do this I also would like to mention in the time right now we need a higher intake of vitamin C and of vitamin D so I recommend to have about 200 milligrams of vitamin C intake and you can reach this if you eat, for example, every day two to three oranges or two to three kiwi fruits, or if you do not do this, take more vitamin C as a supplement. And last but not least, you also need more vitamin D. In a time like this, about 2,000 international units are recommended. Via a diet, you cannot reach this. Take a supplement in this case. Yeah, great advice, and, and, and I think necessary for all of us to realize, not just that we accept, yes, it's important, but to actually get to it and get it done. Uh, let's talk about a different topic uh, as, as we uh, explore our health 
and you know, the, and that is the the topic of diabetes in Singapore. As we're speaking with Dr. Manfred Eggerstorfer, professor for healthy aging at the University Medical Center in Groningen in the Netherlands, and I read someplace that something like twelve percent of Singaporeans have diabetes. Uh, and that's, a, I guess, a, in recent years, that was over 400,000 people, saying that it could go up to a million people uh, by the year 2050 was one statistic I read. Uh, tell us about the problem of diabetes in Singapore. Uh, we know that it is serious, and we know that it's getting worse. Yes, diabetes uh, is serious in Singapore and in many Asian countries, or we can even say uh, globally. And uh, if you look on diabetes, diabetes is a complex disorder and is in, it is influenced on one hand side by the genetics and on the other side by environmental factors. And one of the environmental factors is the diet and the lifestyle. And the good message I would like to bring forward uh, is uh, from a biological view that the processes which are involved in diabetes, uh, involved in insulin resistance, which is the drive for uh, diabetes, that these processes are reversible. So this means that we can contribute as individuals on the progression or in the risk uh, to get diabetes. This requires the implementation of a lifestyle which is, in my view, personalized. And this requires also lifestyle adaptions. You talked before that we have so many choices of foods, uh, uh, soft drinks, and, and so on. So we have to care what is required, what is low in calories, what is uh, rich in uh, nutrients in order to reduce the risk for diabetes. Even when you have uh, first uh, signs of uh, diabetes, you can manage, you can contribute by your lifestyle. And I repeat, it's the combination of diet and exercise. Yeah, and I should clarify, you know, the, the study that I saw said that 12% of the Singapore population is pre, uh, suffers from pre-diabetes. A third of those will become diabetic. Another third will remain pre-diabetic. And with exercise and weight loss, the remaining one-third could revert to a normal glucose level. So uh, just to clarify what my comment was leading into that question. And, you know, we see the sugary drinks, we see the uh, prepackaged snacks that often have very high levels of sugar. Uh, well, in fact, sugar, as you know, is in everything from milk to bread and, and not just traditional sweets. But what one thing besides maybe a regular exercise diet, is there, is there one particular food item that people should, if they wanted to make a, a really positive change in their diabetes profile or pre-diabetes profile, what would that one or two foods be that they would either cut out entirely or reduce drastically right away? Okay, let me start from the other side. What do I recommend? Or, and I recommend uh, on one hand side, uh, carbohydrates which have a low glycemic load and uh, come primarily from vegetables. Also, I would like to mention fish is very healthy. And fatty fish is also rich in omega fatty acids, which are very important in reducing uh, low-grade inflammation, which is the starting point uh, for uh, diabetes, for the, for the development of diabetes. So uh, I repeat, again, it's about fruits, vegetables, fish. This is healthy. 
Now your question is, what should you avoid in order to have the risk for uh, diabetes or the start of uh, diabetes? I think this is a lot about, uh, yeah, the soda drinks, uh, white bread, French fryers, canned mm -hmm. vegetables, and processed uh, grains. So these okay. are a couple of recommendations. And I repeat again, the good message is that everybody can care uh, and we can reduce reduce the risk for diabetes with a healthy lifestyle. Well, those are fantastic points. And we want to thank Dr. Manfred Eggersdorfer, the professor for healthy aging at the University Medical Center in Groningen in the Netherlands. Uh, thanks so much for being with us on Weekend Mornings. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.